cash call back again this week, Dale Archie and Brian Curtis. Uh, we are here to amaze and uh, entertain, right, Brian? Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, entertain for sure. Uh, amaze, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty amazing at times. Uh, amazing is one of those words that's got a little ambiguity to it. Is that amazing good, amazing bad, <laughs> just amazing? Just, uh, you know, I just make <laughs> stuff up. I just pull it out of my ass, and that's what we we go with it, right? That's how absolutely. So yeah, you know, I had I had a mentor have said to me this one time: when someone asks you about the about real estate, you only have to give one answer, and it will work one hundred percent of the time. I'm like, all right, what is that? He said, it's unbelievable. Believable. I'm like, all right, that kind of works. <laughs> I was going to go with what do you think, but I like unbelievable too. Yeah, it, it, it always works. Like, yeah. how's your week going? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Or how's it's unbelievable. It fits either way. Yeah, so. I think that works. That's great. So uh, we have a couple of calls today to play. Um, and they actually came from some of our clients who were like, hey, can you play our calls? Great. Yes, we absolutely can. And if any of our other clients are listening right now, you team leaders should be pushing your agents recordings like the cash call inbox should be stuffed, like overflowing. We get some submissions, but to be honest, it's not stuffed. And you know what, Brian, I think it's because a lot of everybody wants to listen to somebody else's call. Like they want to listen to somebody else do bad or somebody else do good, but they're really scared of us listening to their stuff. And I don't know about you, man, but when I was being coached, like, honestly, the, I got, I got so much of an education just from my coach forcing me to listen to my own calls. It's really dumbfounding because here's the thing, and you can correct me if this is not what you're getting at, but even me, I was a pretty good agent. I was very successful. I was great on the phone. I studied communications. I studied sales. I did all the things that I tell other people to do. Yet, I would listen to some of my phone calls. I was like, did that guy ever take any training? Who trained that guy? Because we all have moments. And here's the other thing. Like, so let's say that you're great. Let's, you know, let's rate somebody eight out of 10 on the phone, you know, so they're doing really awesome. How much better would it be to be a nine though? You know, because yeah. at the end of the day, do you just convert one extra lead a month? Holy crap. That's an extra 12 deals. And, you know, in some markets, that's an extra $100,000. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, all right, so I have a couple of calls that we're going to play today. We're going to play these. I'm going to play the short one first, actually, by – this is the Sam Dodd team, so we'll give them a little shout-out. Uh, we got it, two, two, two calls in from them. Let me share my sound here. And I'm, I'm wearing a headset today because I'm getting a new kitchen put in. Um, and they only start the sanding machines and the, and the air, uh, air nailers uh, whenever I'm on a meeting. So I've, I'm going to fool yeah. them now, and I'm wearing a headset. So it's got some nice noise canceling. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, so let me play this first one over here. And uh, everybody, ch I want somebody to chat in. Let me know the chat's working. I think I got it fixed. There's always this stupid chat issue. So let me play this one first. And I think what's going on with several of these is they're going back through the database and they're calling older leads. Got it. Hello? Hi, Kyle. It's Stephanie with EXP Realty. How are you? Hi, good. Um, I am... am um busy right now can i have you call me back a different day <laughs> right all right so when you hear that if you're calling i mean even if you're calling if you're not actively working with this guy or he's not a warm referral all that is is a i don't want to talk to you i don't care what you're talking about or selling and i just want to get off this phone right brian yeah. I heard, oh, shit, I didn't mean to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to bail quickly. Um, and the guy did a really good job at closing the salesperson to get off of his phone. Mm -hmm. um, 
So, you know, let's talk about their their old lead script, first of all. Um, let, let me start it from the beginning. Let's listen to what her script is. Please. Hello? Hi, Kyle. It's Stephanie with EXP Realty. How, how are you? Okay, so she didn't match his first word, and that's critical. It's one of those small detail things. Match the word because you can match the word, right? Instead of sounding not like this person, sound like the person. Just start there. Rapport and mirror and matching goes all the way down to that. And then she said, how are you? Okay, so she didn't even, she wasn't even able to get into her script yet. Hi, good. Um, I am, am um, busy right now. Can I have you call me back a different day? Sure, just checking in on your search to make sure your criteria looked correct and see if you had any questions. Okay, so that's a super weak script. And the SamDod team just recently started training with us, so we're going to be correcting that with them, but we're on cash call now, so I'm just going to say it. Sorry, Lori, their trainer, Lori, I'm, I'm, uh, the jig I'm spoiling it for her. She's going to fix that for them, but it's just a really weak script, right? Especially when I'm calling an old lead. I'm checking to see uh, if your search criteria still fits or if you need to do any updates or have any questions. Clearly, when the guy hits me up front before he even knows why I'm calling or what I want and says, I'm busy, call me some other time, using a weak script like that, he's not going to have questions for me, right? He's not going to want me to update his search or do any of that kind of stuff, right, Brian? He's busy. He's got other stuff to do. He didn't want to talk to you in the first place, and you gave him an out. Nope, every, all my all my search criteria is perfect. I'm getting everything I need. Really appreciate your time. I got to go. Yeah. So <laughs> instead, I would switch to, let's just use this scenario. And so let's role play this. You do exactly what he did, Brian, okay? And I said, how, when I got to the how are you, you shut me down and wanted to get off the phone. Uh, ring, ring, Brian. Hello. Hello, Brian. This is Dale Archdeacon with the Sam Dodd Real Estate Team. How are you? Great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Did you want to shut me down and say you got to get oh, off the phone and tell I me was, call you I, some other time? I thought you were going to do, give me something else. Okay. Well, hey, hey, Dale, I'm doing great, but this is a really bad time for me. I'm about to walk into a meeting. Oh, no problem, man. Listen, I don't want to make you late for that, but I just wanted to find out, did you end up buying a property or are you still in the market? No, I didn't buy anything. Didn't buy. Okay, great. Listen, um, are you planning on buying in the next three to six months or so, or is this like way out a couple of years we're talking? Yeah, probably about, about, probably about six months, sometime after the first of the year, maybe after uh, tax return season. Six months. Excellent. Uh, okay, great. I just have a couple of quick questions for you. So Brian, do you currently live in the area or are you relocating here? Yeah, Dale, I really got to go. I've got to walk into this meeting. Okay, now everybody, since he pushed me again, I'm going to let him go, but I'm going to set a logical next step with him. Hey, got it, Brian. Listen, I understand that, and you probably don't want to talk to a salesperson. I get it. But we do maintain a list of off-market properties where you might be able to get a really good deal in this crazy market. I'd like to be able to give you access to that. I just need to talk to you for five or 10 minutes or so. Can I call you after work today? Yeah, call me after. I get off around five. Five. Great. I'll give you a call. So is this your cell phone? Yes, yeah, is my cell phone. Okay, great. If I don't get you, I'll text you. Um, so I'll give you a call after five, let's say 5.30. If I don't get you, I'll shoot you a text, okay? Just uh, let me know if, if you're able to talk at that time, okay? Great. Sounds good, Dale. Talk to you then. All right, bye. So I just made all of that <laughs> stuff up, everybody, but I want to go to some kind of logical next step with this guy when we're going to talk again. And I let him go because he pushed me twice um, and hit me with that up front. I'm not going to keep forcing it. I did get a good amount of information from him. Yeah. Just the fact that he hasn't bought yet, that he's thinking of doing it in the next six months, he now becomes a higher uh, value 
follow-up in my system versus people who have no intention or who don't answer the phone at all. Yeah, and the only thing I would do differently there, Dale, is I liked, you know, um, hey, Dale, I, I completely understand. Out of curiosity, what time do you get off work? I get off work at 5 o'clock. Perfect. I'll call you at around 5.30 and, uh, and then do that. You asked me if it was okay. I wouldn't ask. I would tell. That's the only difference. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I can definitely see your point there. I think I would ask only be, even if you said uh, if you said that you were busy, I would find another time. Um, or if what I'd probably do is, it, I mean, let's role play that scenario. Okay. If I ask you and you say no, right, then I try to find another time. If you're like, ah, I don't know, man, I'm just really busy. I'd say, listen, I don't want to chase you around. If, if you're planning on buying, I just want to have a quick conversation with you. Um, and if not, then I don't have to call you, right? If you're not buying, just let me know. Like I would just do a get real with you because sure. I, I, I'm not going to chase you around if you just truly aren't going to speak to me. And if you're going to play cat and mouse, um, but I generally like to get some kind of agreement between the two of us that we're going to do that. Um, I find it to be better in terms of making sure that you do actually answer the phone. Um, and even when I text you. Yeah, it really. And so, you know, those of you guys who are listening, Dale's 100% right. If I say, is it all right if I call you after five o'clock and I say yes, then I've got a level of commitment. Mine is a little bit more, I'm just going to push and I say, hey, Dale, I'll call you after five o'clock since you get off work at five o'clock. And uh, sounds all right. So I look forward to talking to you then. So it sound good? So yeah. I'm going to get a little commitment with a slight tie down at the end instead of getting the commitment with the yes and no. And partially because in this specific scenario, I don't feel like I've got time if he says no. No, yeah. don't call me. Then I feel like I might get pushed off the phone. And, and again, it's also just my my approach. I'm I'd much rather you know do it that way. But I can tell you this: Dale will have a higher answer rate than me. I just won't get no. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. And then sometimes people will just yes you and not really mean it anyway, and there still not that. answer the damn phone. So, uh, you know, that happens a lot too. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, call me, whatever. Right? Yeah. So, so Patrick says this. I like a combination of both. So, you know, if you're staying, hey, so Dale, I'll call you after five. That sounds good to you. All right. Perfect. You know, yep, and so, that yeah. sounds good. Uh, yeah. Let's finish. I want to finish playing this and see where she goes. Okay. And then we'll answer our other couple. Another question. Um, no questions right now. Um, this is falling. We, we may be in the market more in the next, next uh, year or so. So. Wow, she got lucky. Did you see that huge pause in the middle where he actually thought about what to say to her? Yeah. And uh, I think she just got kind of, I, I don't know if she did that on purpose, uh, but it really kind of worked in her favor. Whereas that big gap probably would have been the end of the conversation um, in, nor in most conversations where they're rejecting you and they don't want to talk to you. And they were too busy to talk to you in the first place. What do you think, Brian? Yeah. Um, again, I like our approach better. That being said, um, because honestly, most people, if you say most people, this guy was just nicer. I'm, I'm sorry, but he was just nicer. He and, was, yeah. Uh, you know, because seriously, if I don't want to talk to you, if I'm really busy, uh, I won't be rude, but I'm going to, it's funny because this, this happens to me all the time. Somebody calls me up and I answer the phone. It's a real estate agent. I answer the phone a lot more than regular people because there's a chance that there's a phone. And unfortunately, I can't get my phone number off the internet. Like, so people call me even though I don't really actively sell anymore, but my team does. So I'll pass those leads over to them. So <clears throat> 
it can be hard. But when someone calls me and they're like, hey, Brian, da 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 I let them do their spiel, and this is literally what I do. Thank you for your time. I'm not interested. Click. <laughs> and, and, and that's because, and so, you know, somebody, some of you are watching go, okay, Brian, you're being a jerk. I'm like, I'm the exact opposite. Oh, I'd you're rather, not a jerk. I would um, rather have that than somebody blow smoke up my butt for 15 minutes and not work with me. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> Uh, that's not, I don't think that's rude. Most of the time, if I can pretty much recognize that you're a telemarketer, I'm like, what are you selling? Uh, cause I'm not buying anything. So let's just get straight to it. Oh, well, sir, we want to talk about your, no, 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 no. You didn't hear my question. What are you selling? <laughs> are you selling something? You want me to buy something from you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I don't need anything. Bye. <laughs> if they sound really good. Then I'm like, uh, I don't want to talk about whatever you're selling, but I do run a sales training company. Uh, and I may want you to work for me. Can we talk about that? Where are you it's located? It's funny you say that. So once upon a time, I used to sell air purifiers and uh, I had a telemarketer call me and I, I hired her. <laughs> yeah, I've hired telemarketers too from, from doing that. Yep, it's fun. I'm like, I'm going to make this a productive conversation for me. I don't care what you're selling because I'm not buying yeah. it. I I'm have never needed, I've never needed to buy anything that came as an unsolicited phone call. Um, I don't need that. Fair enough. Wait, before everybody gets mad. Before, before we have lots of nasty comments. I am not saying not to call FISBOs, not to call expireds, not to circle prospect. I'm not saying any of that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying I have never needed to purchase a consumer good or purchase anything like that uh, based on a phone call that somebody made to me. Um, if I was, you know, that doesn't mean that you don't wanna introduce yourself to your community, introduce yourself to a potential home seller, introduce yourself to the people who register on your website or inquire about information you absolutely want to do that that's where you start a relationship so i want to answer this question but i want to ask a question of the person who asked it before i answer it and then we'll play the other call um so brian mckee said what do you what about asking if they're already working with an agent would, would you ask that now or wait for after work and so i'm going to ask you this brian if you could type in i would really appreciate it for what purpose would you be asking this question? And I want to give my answer. I don't need clarification for that. I'll give my answer first, Brian. Here's what I would say. In the scenario that Brian and I, and I did, I attempted to continue with my uh, discovery and Brian shut me down again. And so I let him go. Um, if I can, I, I think that I'm not going to ask Brian that because I don't need to. I'll overcome it later on. Uh, he didn't hit me with it up front. He didn't hit me with it when I was doing discovery and he didn't even use it to shut me down. So I'm not even going to bother asking. I, I'll deal with that later. And I agree with that. So I, this question gets over asked in my opinion, and it gets over asked too early in the conversation. So I agree. there's two things I want to say to people earn the right to ask hard questions. How do I earn the right to ask hard questions? I earn that by building rapport, bringing value, building a relationship. And then I can ask, I still don't ask this question, but I know Dale does, and I'm not against it. I just do it a little differently. You know, hey, by the way, out of curiosity, are you working with another agent? Or yeah. I actually prefer, are you committed to another agent over are you working with another agent? Because 99% of them are working with another agent. They're, they've seen a house, they've done this, they've done that. And so Terry types in there asking if they've been out to see other houses yet. That's my script. And it's a, it takes a little bit more work to get there, but I prefer that. 
Um, I, I agree with Terry, but you know what? Asking if you're working with another agent is not a horrible script by any stretch of imagination. Go ahead, Dale. Well, um, Brian McKee uh, gave the ex uh, the additional info there that you were looking for, which is, or he wrote, I would think it could help uh, with making sure I'm not wasting their time or mine by calling someone who is already committed to someone else. Uh, Brian, here's what I would say. I want to get him uncommitted if I can. And if the, in that scenario, in that role play, if this guy doesn't want to talk to me and he has an agent, he's going to use that. He's going to hit me in the face with that he's going to remind me of that right he's going to use that as his excuse to get off the phone and not talk to me again if he doesn't do that i don't care right i i want to have that next conversation and you know to brian's point brian said yeah i know dale asks that i typically don't in fact i used to train much earlier on i was training that we ask that really early in the conversation and then as I've grown as a salesperson and experience and in training, I've discovered that we need to move it much farther down after the discovery, after more rapport building, which is what Brian said, get, you know, earn the permission to ask the hard questions. Exactly the same thing, which is I'm going to ask that before I'm going to I'm going to find out before I go and meet you at a house or before I come sit on your couch or before I, uh, you know, if you're not moving forward right now, before I follow up with you for the next three months religiously and, you know, uh, send you all sorts of cool stuff. I'm going to have the conversation, but it needs to be after report and discovery. Okay. And I appreciate that. And I'll say this, um, <laughs> Brian, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say this nicely. I don't know you as far as I know, you've been an agent for 50 years or 50 minutes. I don't know which, um, my guess is probably someplace in between you hit a pet peeve trigger for me. And that is agents who say that they don't want to waste their time. So I'm going to be nice about this as much as I can. There's too many agents out there who close five transactions a year. And Brian, you might close 100. So again, we don't know each other. But there's nothing more that frustrates me than an agent closing three, four, five transactions a year saying that they don't have time, that they're worried about wasting their time. So I can promise everybody who's listening this, you will make more money by wasting your time every once in a while by going out and showing unqualified people, by going out and showing people who have already have an agent, you'll make more money by doing that than by overqualifying people. That's just my experience. Um, my philosophy is this, you get one for free. In other words, I'll go show you a house. I'll give you a buyer presentation. I'll give you a listing presentation. You get one of my hours for free. After that, I'm going to get some commitment from you. Because again, I'm not going to go show a guy 30 houses and find out his brother's a real estate agent. And no matter who shows him the house, he's going to use his brother. I'm not going to do that. I just want to challenge the mindset of I be careful. I'm not wasting my time. It's really an old mindset that we used to hear all the time. I'm not putting anybody in my car until they're pre-qualified. In my opinion, that's a mistake. All right, there we go. And from the mouth of Brian Curtis himself, I want to finish Stephanie's call before I get a nasty email which says, you never finished my call. Fair enough. Hopefully that'll happen. All right, sounds good. Now listen to this. This is falling. We, we may be in the market more in the next, next uh, year or so. So hopefully that'll happen. All right, sounds good. Well, I'll keep your search. All right, sounds good. I'll keep your search. She's uh, ending the conversation. So what we teach is, hey, when do you want to sell somebody a house or have them sell their house? Right now, right? Yes. Is this guy going to buy or sell a house right now? No, it's maybe in a year or so. Great. Ask about that. Why in a year or so? We're not going to ask why, right? But we're just going to follow. We're going to follow the no. That's what we say. He said, not buying now, buying a year, maybe. Hey, great. Oh, what's important about a year or what's pushing your timeline out a year? Right. Or Absolutely. actually, I don't even like that one. We go beyond teach how not to reveal things like that. 
where you want to change their mind, but instead just keeping it totally neutral. Got it. So tell me about a year. What's important about a year? How did you decide a year? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to Stephanie's point here, she was trying to get through the call, so she may not have a question, but everything Adele's saying, maybe that would be on our follow-up call, maybe, because honestly, this call's 52 seconds long, so, you know, not a lot of time to do discovery, and he, and he pushed Well, I mean, so. right, I mean, right there, if that guy okay. hit you, if the guy hit you with, oh, well, you know, we might be looking in a year, I'm not going to leave the conversation when he gives me another breadcrumb yeah, to fair follow, enough. just follow it, and like I did with you, he hasn't pushed her again, he only pushed her once. So here's here's what I would say for the listeners and for Stephanie. They have to push you a minimum of two times. And if you're a real baller, make it three times. That's funny. I'm I'm wussing out today, but that's actually what I teach. I I teach three push throughs. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you're not you are not let them go, Brian. There's no way. <laughs> I was wussing out. It happens. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to this other one now. Uh, how much time do we have? We have like four minutes, but I want to hear this. So they have it labeled as bad call, and I'm not sure why. I hear I heard some good things in here. I, I don't know if they labeled it bad call because it didn't turn into anything, but let's listen to this. Hello. Hello, Trevor. It's Alexis with the Sam Dog Team at EXP Realty. I was just calling to check in because it looked like you had been on our website looking at a few houses, and Sam just wanted me to see if you had questions about anything or needed to go see anything in person. Okay, so again, I don't like the entry. This is an old lead they're following up with, and so I'll just give them what our script is. Uh, hello, Brian. This is Dale Archdeacon with EXP Realty uh, and the Sam Dodd team. Looks like you registered on our website a long time ago to look at homes for sale. I wanted to see if you're still in the market to purchase. That's okay. it, right? So within that script, what I've done is I've said who I am. I told you it happened a long that you did it. You caused this call to happen, but you did it a long time ago, so you might not remember. And I'm going to tell you what I want to know and ask you a simple question. So we we use that as our intro script. I use a very similar one. Hey, Dallas, Brian Curtis, Curtis Realty Group, reaching out to you today because we're following up with people who have made inquiries in the past. I'm just checking in to see what your real estate plans are for the rest of the year. I'm going into next year. But, and I, I would do that differently in January than I would now, but it's, it's, no, it's October. So I'm saying the rest of this year and going into next year. So yeah. it's the same script, but it's just a different version of it. So for everybody listening, Brian and I both have a question that someone can answer versus I just wanted to see if I could help you or if you had any questions. Nope. That is, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's the answer to that one. No, I'm good. Nope. I'm good. See you later. Uh, so you hear the difference in the two, right? One, me and, uh, me and Brian, Brian and I will use proper grammar. Yeah, proper here. English. Yeah, whatever. Proper English. Uh, <laughs> Brian and I are being very clear we're controlling the conversation and we're giving you a simple question that you can answer versus these nebulous scripts that get taught a lot and we hear them a lot we fix these a lot when clients come to us um which is hi i'm a strange salesperson would you like to hang out and tell me stuff uh no i would not like to hang out and tell you stuff um if you ask me a direct question i can answer it for you but not just hang out and ask and tell you stuff and um, Alexis, I'm not making fun of you. I was just saying it's a terrible script. You sound awesome. Uh, not at this time. I'm just kind of kind of keeping an eye on the market. See Absolutely. Do you have any questions so. about kind of what's happening in the market or anything? Or do we need to update your search criteria uh, at all? No, I don't think so. I just would probably... 
I, again, I'd be more to the point. Got it. Yeah. What do you think about the market? Right. Ask them a question that makes them elaborate. Um, I, I would say this. There's very few exceptions to this. Get away from the yes, no questions. The, the one word answer questions. You know, one of the reasons that I use the script that I do and Dale uses the script he does, you can't say no to that. I mean, you can, right. but it's asinine, right? It's not going to, it's going to be I like. Would, I would say no to it, regardless you, of what the script is you use, because I hear the I know it's a script, right? I know what you're enough. doing, but the average human being who is not Brian or Dale, right, who doesn't have these superpowers, they can't just say no to it. It just, it's, it's uncomfortable. Would you like to go and look at the house on Tuesday or Wednesday? No, it doesn't make sense. Right. So you got to ask questions that people actually have to engage their brain and, and, and start a dialogue. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's keep playing it a little bit more. Maybe going to get serious next summer. I just seen as prices were starting to come down. I, I mean, I work in construction, so I know things are slowing down a little bit. Yes. So. Yes. Just kind of waiting to see if they're going to come back. And don't affirm, do not affirm a lead's objection to you that gets in the way of doing what you want them to do, right? I want you to buy a house now. I want you to sell a house now. I want you to meet now. I want you to sign now. I want you to reduce now. If they say something that flies in the face of that or is going to make it harder for you to then overcome that or help them through it later on, don't, I say, don't acknowledge it. I would say, don't reaffirm it for them. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I, I use the word re-cement. Like, don't take their objection and go, yeah, yeah, believe that. <laughs> yeah, know? and now let me argue with you and tell you why you shouldn't believe right. that. That doesn't so, make any sense. You know, you, things like, I can appreciate that. That's different than, yes, you're right. I can appreciate yeah. your point of view. A lot of people I talk to say that. I go neutral. I'm like, got it, got it. Okay, and then I go in with my question. So, Let's take what this guy's saying. Uh, we're watching the market. Uh, maybe next year, I'm in construction. I know that, uh, you know, in some cases, prices are coming down. Okay, got it. So what's important to you about the prices coming down? And a follow-up question would be, how did you decide a year from now, right? I just want to understand that. I don't even, ha I don't have to get into your agreement or disagreement about your house prices. I want to know what it means to you. Yeah. How is that important to you? And how is that driving your decisions? And what you'll hear if you get into this conversation, um, which we don't have time to play the whole thing, but what you hear when you get when they get into this conversation is that basically the guy wants to buy. He's like, yeah, the house that we need is going to be too expensive. I can't do it. Um, but you know uh, what we don't get to is why do you need the house? Why do you need that bigger or more expensive house that's currently out of your price range, right? And we don't really get into the what that's going to do for them or what what they need right uh who wait somebody's chatting in they're actually listening wait uh it's is sam or i don't know who's logged in yes definitely hear the difference i need the scripts can Lori get those for us as we continue her training yes Lori is going to teach you how to do all of this amazing jedi mind stuff uh okay great i need more than sam's training no we love sam but yeah that's why sam brought us on is to do more training uh and alexis it's alexis okay great thanks alexis and um, what I'll say, Alexis, is in that call, we don't really get down to this guy's why, why he needs this. And a lot of the conversation circles around his fears, his perception. I know Alexis tried to sort of objection handle him and tried to throw in different information about the market or tried to re-guide re him, um, but it didn't really stick. It just kind of bounced off what he was doing. 
And so I, I actually have this format that we've been teaching Brian recently for waiting for the market to crash. And okay. here's what we do. So uh, basically, I understand you. So you say, Dale, I'm going to wait for the market to crash, for instance. Yeah, right? I, think I, the, I think the market's going to crash. Uh, you know, I'm going to wait. Got it. Got it. So, Brian, when you say crash, uh, market crash, what exactly do you mean? I mean, you know, I was I, I was around in 2008 and my house lost 20 percent of its value. and it felt like in a day. Oh, God, that's painful. So you're thinking prices are going to be coming down. Yeah, absolutely. I think the same thing is going to happen to happen back then. Oh, wow. OK. Uh, do you have any idea when you think that's going to happen? No, I just I just got a real good feeling it's going to. OK. And how what's important to you about that happening? What's that going to do for you? Well, I figure this, you know, uh, I can buy the same house for today that I can buy for 300,000. I'll be able to buy for 250 or whatever the numbers are, but you know, I'll be able to save a bunch of money. I, I like to save money. That would make sense. Um, well, what about this? What if it didn't happen, Brian? Well, I guess I'll, uh, I'll rent forever. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I was pretty confident that it was going to happen. I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I watch, I watch CNN and then I watch Fox and I watch the, yep. the local news and I watch Facebook and, everyone's doom and gloom yeah i know man it is tough to hear that stuff I, I don't know if you know this but in the past 100 years there's only been 11 recessions and in those 11 recessions home prices have only gone down twice and that was once in 1980 and once in 2008 that you're talking about um, i don't know if you knew that but right now the economists that i follow say that the home prices that's not going to happen again for 2008 because there's like five factors that happened then that aren't currently going on in our market, right? Right now we have super low inventory, really high buyer demand. We have a lack of foreclosures uh, and we have really high interest rates and very solid lending standards, which mm -hmm. was really the catalyst that made that happen last time. So given all of that, Brian, if we were able to find the right home for you that would work for your needs and your family that could fit in your budget, would you wanna take a look at it at least? Yeah, if you can meet all those criteria, I would definitely consider taking a look at it. Okay, so let me break down what I did, everybody. This is the scripting for, for market crash or prices coming down or interest rates coming down or Bernie Sanders getting into office or whatever the hell they say to you. Uh, what you do is you unpack them, you understand them, you ask questions into the situation, then you educate them and you go right to a soft close. That's what I did with Brian. Yeah, because you notice he didn't say, would you buy a house now? He said, would you consider going and looking? Right. That's a heck of a lot different than would you go buy a house now? Why would I want to pressure them into that when I could just get them to commit to go take a look at a house for me? And then like every other real estate agent on the planet, I'm better in person. So my Absolutely. objective is to get them in person, right? So yep. yeah, and, and there's some really interesting things that, that you did there. I've got similar scripts to that. I was teaching it to a, to a class this morning. As a matter of fact, you know, um, one of the things I'm saying is, I'm looking at inventory from 2010 and inventory today, and it's about five times more demand now than we had back in 20 in 2010. And I use that, and then um, I'm also harping on experts. So the experts are saying that the market is going to continue to increase, not nearly as close as much as it was, but we're looking at three to five percent over the next five years on the average. So you could be looking at somewhere between 17 and 25% appreciation if you were to wait five years for buying the exact same house. That doesn't sound like something that makes a lot of sense for you, does it? No. So, and don't be afraid to ask those little trial closes when you're handling objections. That's what that is. That's a trial close. I want to see if what I just said landed or he's like, you know, Brian, that's BS. I don't care about that. 
If yeah. I get him to go, no, I don't, that sounds horrible. Then now we can continue the conversation. If he says, look, Brian, yeah, yeah I, I, I know all about this stuff. I appreciate it. You're just being a salesman. You're trying to sell me something. <laughs> so, but I, I laugh. Sometimes you go and go and go and go. And they're like, they had that thought 15 minutes ago. Cause you don't bother to do any kind of tie downs or trial closes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. We went a little bit over time. Look at that seven minutes, Brian. You guys can all mail the checks to us directly for the extra seven minutes. No, we love it. Uh, good seeing everyone. Thank you for showing up and participating to the Sam Dodd team. Thanks for sending in those calls. And uh, Lori will definitely help you. I like in the chat, they were like, these were from before we started with her. So they're like, oh, it's not. We've, we've improved. We've learned. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I know. Uh, so you'll be submitting new calls uh, for her to listen to. Uh, everybody, thanks for joining us on Cash Call. Appreciate it, everybody.